T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Fifty-eight minutes till Miller time. Welcome back, Rob Tribbling for John Chuckery, Sports Radio 929 the game. But fear not, you can hear Chuckery on with uh Steak Shapiro tomorrow morning filling in for us, Sandra. So I am uh manning the ship right now, and uh why don't we go ahead and just rank them, shall we? Alrighty, now this show is kind of taking some twists and turns. It's been a little morbid at times. Had a lot too. of fun. Yeah. Get a little morbidity in here. Yeah, all of it. It's like a little That's a word, but I'm going to use that morbidity. Morbidity is a word. So, um, <laughs> so I, you know, we, we talked about it, you know, kind of during the break. You know, we both kind of have day jobs, jobs yep. outside of here. Yep. Um, I myself, I'm a uh, manager at a grocery store um, just around the corner here in Midtown. Um, starts with a K, ends with an R. Got Rose. But um, <laughs> I've got a, a a young man who works uh, with me. He uh, is blind. He's a blind ah. guy. He's a bagger. So it comes with its difficulties. Um, I have another uh, young woman. She's she's deaf, partially deaf. Um, so well, that's great. They have opportunities, though, at least to uh, feel they do. worthwhile and work. They do. You know. But uh, go ahead and rank them here, Tribs. Oh, here we go. If you had to drop one uh, one sense, your eyesight. Your hearing, your sense of smell, or your sense of taste. See, the thing is, though, if you lose smell, would you actually it would you would t- have an effect on your taste, right? Yeah, yeah, that's possible. Um, I I would have to see. I would have to go. With I think us. you would still have a sensation though in, yeah, in your tongue, yeah. in your mouth. Yeah, so uh, some spicy or sour. So, uh, which one would I be willing to get rid of first? Yeah, you're gonna rank them the one okay. that you'd be willing to get rid of first, and then the the, the you know the last one is the one that you you want to hold on. Well, to. Well, thing is, since I was uh, young, my hearing's always been kind of bad. I'm not deaf, uh-huh. but it's probably about sixty five percent of what it should be, and it okay. always has been. So okay. I'm used to that. So I'll go with hearing. Okay, sight would be the last thing I'd want to lose. Okay, so you'll keep that at the bottom. Yeah. Um, 
smell two, taste three, sight four. So, okay. yeah, here would be the first one I could. Uh, You're I, used I, to that, yeah. But I hear, though, if you um, lose something, though, it enhances your other, uh, like uh, the guy that you work with is blind. I bet his hearing is. No, it's not. Oh, it's not. No, it is oh. not. not. A lot of times it is, though. <laughs> oh, whoops. No, he, <laughs> I mean, he has he has some hearing issues as well. He wears a hearing aid. Oh, I got you. Um, but sometimes your hearing can uh Oh, yeah, it kind of it kind of amps up a little yep. bit. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right, so you're going to drop the hearing. Okay, yep. I got you. But you want to hold on to that eyesight. Hold on to the eyesight. You want to be able to see. I got to be able to see yoga pants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's always fascinating to me to think, like, if you know, people who are born, but they just they don't have a sense of what things uh-huh. are in the world. Interesting story. Um, there was this uh, masseuse at the Y named Cheryl. He was blind. I think he was born blind. They did a movie, Val Kilmer did a movie, At First Sight, it was about him. Yeah. Oh, it was about the guy? Yeah. Okay. Remember, he got his sight back, but it drove him crazy. He was so disoriented, he couldn't couldn't cope with having his sight back. He was so used to being blind, having his sight drove him nuts, basically, which was fascinating to me. All right, moving on. Uh, Speaking of grocery stores, there's countless options out there. Right. So, give me your rank. Of your grocery stores. All right. We've got Whole Foods. We've got Publix. There's Kroger. And then there my there's my mother-in-law's favorite one, Aldi. Ah, Aldi's a big cult favorite now. Now we have Lidl, too. Lidl. Oh, yeah. Lidl. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, I, I grew up on Kroger. It's just what I'm always used to. Yeah. So Kroger's one for me. Whole paycheck, no thanks. Too expensive. <laughs> That's the last one. Publix will always work. I haven't been in an Aldi or a Lidl enough to know what they are. I think you have to bring your own bags, though, but I hear the prices are pretty good. I don't think you're paying 12 bucks for eggs. No. You, yeah, you do have to bring your own bags. You have to pay for your cart. Um, and it's a, bu- it's a bunch of off-brand products. Yep, yep. Uh, but, yeah, my mother-in-law, she she swears by by Aldi. Now, I hear the produce at Aldi, though, doesn't last as long. When you get it, you have to go ahead and eat it quickly. Yeah. doesn't yeah. last quite as long. I just grew up on, but what I hate about the Super Krogers now, you know, growing up, we had the traditional perpendicular aisles. Yeah. Now they're doing the horizontal ones. It just throws a wrench into everything. It leaves you, uh, and oh, the yeah. Krogers are so big now, too. They're massive. Yeah, some of them are really, really, really big, but uh, I'm blessed to work at one that's really not that big. So, um, All right, so Super Bowl right around the corner. Everybody's going to get their parties going, get yep. the beer, get the pizza, all get the, the snacks, all, all the, the good things. stuff. Wings, huge. Everybody loves wings. Well, yeah. I like to assume everybody loves wings. I love wings. I've been really craving wings oh, probably since last weekend. There's a, a new wing spot that opened over on uh, Piedmont that I'd like to check out. You hadn't checked it out yet. Oh, yeah, I'm no. a big wings guy, too. No, I love yeah. wings. Yeah, there's a, it's right next to uh, Fat Matt's so that they just opened up. It's in the old subway over there. Um, but and I don't, don't want to give them a plug because I haven't tried it out yet. But uh, give me your flavors, Rob. Rank them. You got hot. You got lemon pepper. You got honey barbecue. And you got my personal favorite, the Thai chili. The little sweet and spicy combination. I got to I gotta agree with you on that. Those are so good. The Thai chili? Thai chili comes in at number one. Good. Yes, sir. All right. Hot number two. Yes. Uh, the uh, the honey version, uh, three. Lemon pepper's good, but not too many of them. I can only handle like a couple of them. Okay. Because then all of a sudden it just, 
you have no saliva left in your mouth. <laughs> it's just dried up. The Thai chilies are very, very good. I, I must agree with I, you. I do love the Thai chili wings. Um, yes. And, I, 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 and I'm a hot guy. Like, yeah. the hot, hotter the better. Me too. Like, to I want to sweat. The, I want to sweat. The point of misery almost. I yes. want to clear my sinuses out. All the things. Um, I agree with and you. And real quick, speaking of hot, I had some uh, Vietnamese food the other night. At a place right over here off of Crescent. Yeah. Man, it was lava. It oh. was straight lava. In a good way? It was good. It was very, very good. But because the guy was like, oh, you know, do you want it spicy? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. man, give it to me spicy. Oh, and he did. Oh, man. Woo. But you have a tough, rugged exterior, so oh, we, this guy can handle it. Oh, yeah. Gee. Like, it was to the point where it, it, it was a soup dish. So there was noodles in the soup, yep. chicken. Uh, scallions, mushrooms, like a bunch of vegetables. That was awesome, yeah. You know, I would slurp the soup with the spoon, and once it hit the back of my throat, oh, I choke, <laughs> choke. You're just, you're just like, and my my wife sitting across from me, are you okay? And I'm like, <coughs> like I'm good, a little, I'm good. little too hot, I'm good. Uh, she couldn't eat it, she couldn't handle it. It was way too hot. I have a pretty good tolerance for it, but sometimes it can be a little much. But it was, I was, oh yeah. That was some of the hottest food I've had in a while. It and was, the bad it was thing really is, good. drinking water with it or a soft drink, it, it makes it even it worse. It makes it worse. You got to drink the milk. Yeah, you got to have milk though. I can't got, handle milk. You got to have that that um, you know that that sugar in the milk to, to yep. kind of calm your palate down. That's right. Um, all right, so Grammys past weekend. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch. I didn't. Either. I didn't really have any kind of interest in it. Um, but I just kind of went with this one because it's it's on topic. Uh, there have been six artists who have won multiple Album of the Year uh, Grammys. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I picked four of them. Uh, so I want you to go ahead and give me your rank of these four artists. All right. Stevie Wonder, who uh, he's won three. Yeah. Frank Sinatra, he's won three as well. And then you have Paul Simon, he's won two. And you have Adele, she's won two also. Hmm. Sinatra's kind of a cool nostalgic thing, you know, in a way. It's kind of a nostalgic thing, but he, I'll bring him in at number four. Uh, Paul Simon. Blue eyes at the bottom. Yeah, put him at the bottom. Uh, let's see. I'll go up. Adele, number three. Okay. I, I appreciate the talent, but it's just not for me. And plus, sure. you just hear it so much. Yeah. Paul Simon, two, and go Stevie Wonder, number there one. There we go. Yes, sir. So, well, Paul, like Stevie Wonder, one, Paul Simon, two, Adele, three, Frank Sinatra, four. I like a good Paul Simon cut every yeah. now and again. Yep. Um, all right, wrapping it up here. Uh, kind of sports right now, we're, we're losing football. Baseball's kicking up. Basketball this is, time of year where your sports talk radio hosts have to be at their most creative. Yeah, basketball is at their, at their all-star break coming yep. up here. Um, and then we just had the uh, NHL All-Star Game uh, over the weekends. So go ahead and rank your pro sport All-Star Games. Hmm. So you've got NBA, NFL, with the and the Pro Bowl. We just had the Pro Bowl as well. Uh, NBA, NFL, NHL, and MLB. And all of these have kind of changed formats, too, over they the have, years. Yep. They have really evolved. The Pro Bowl is just weird, and I've always hated it. That's going to that's gonna be um, – oh, we got five here. That'll be uh, my fifth. Wait, did I say five? Yeah, you got NBA, NFL. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you don't. You got yeah, four. Yeah. NBA, yeah. NFL, NHL, MLB. Yeah. So NFL is going to be four. Okay. 
NHL three, but it's kind of fun to watch the skills comedy. I mean, they're incredible what they do, and it's kind of fun to see a hockey game where it's where it's eleven to ten. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. that still comes in at number three. Okay. <sighs> NBA two, MLB, still barely number one. It used to be. It used to be so fun to watch, but now it's kind of all the All Star games have kind of lost their luster a little bit. But I still like Major League Baseball's the best. NBA's still pretty good though. A nice. Sensible 180 to 178 game, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 wild. As you said, you know, it they're really not, you know, head to head competitions anymore. It's more about skills right. and uh, like we saw with the uh, with the Pro Bowl over the weekend, the skills competition and the in the flag football game. And someone still got hurt. Miles Garrett dislocated a toe. I know. That's right. I was going to mention that. Someone still got hurt. And I remember I was uh, thinking about the flag football thing. Robert Edwards. Remember him from uh, Georgia. Really oh yeah, good running back in the, yeah. uh, in the destroyed. He was with blew the Patriots. His knee out. Yep, sand, he, uh, sand sw- volley, or football. Yep, playing us playing a flag football in, in the, the sand. sand. Yeah, he was never the same after that. It was a disaster. I, did, I, did he even play? Did he even? He come came back, back but okay. he wasn't the same. Oh yeah, I, I remember. I'm not that. sure he even came back. To be honest with you, I think he tried to and didn't make it. Yeah, but he, it was it was a catastrophic. I mean, the whole knee got scrambled. It was awful. Yeah. So and now we'll see what kind of action the NFL will take with. Miles Garrett dislocating his toe in the flag football game. All right, we're going to come back. Uh, Jerry Jones with some interesting uh, thoughts at the uh, Senior Bowl about who's he going to who is he going to be uh, drafting? Should Dak be looking over his shoulder? That's next. Sports Radio 1990 game. Or Cowbell. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
John Chuckery. No, 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 I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Triple in for Chuck Free Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. We talked a little uh, NFL. Of course, everybody has their mock drafts out. And a lot of people think there's going to be some movement at the uh, top. Where the Texans end up with the number one pick, the Bears will get the number two pick, and blah, 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 blah. And uh, I don't put much stock in that. Who really knows, though? But a lot of people think that Bryce Young, Alabama quarterback, is going to end up a Chicago Bear. And number two, Will Levis. And a lot of people are not real high on Will Levis. And I understand that. Kid out of Kentucky. Maybe going uh, number two overall. Will Anderson, the edge rusher, number three overall out of Alabama, of course. Jalen Carter um, selected up, possibly going fourth. I wish he'd stick around for the uh, Falcons, but of course not. C.J. Stroud going to uh, Seattle at five with a a sixth overall pick. The Rams, Miles Murphy, the D lineman out of uh, Clemson. Somebody had the Falcons getting that running back at eight with a first-round pick, and I, I don't think I'd be so happy with that one at all. That running back room seems to be pretty good for the Falcons right now. I know Patterson's getting a little bit older. Tyler Algiers certainly uh, asserted himself, but you got you got Huntley, you got all sorts of guys. I don't understand why that would be the case. But a lot of people seem to think that uh, Tyree Wilson, the uh, edge rusher from Texas Tech, a guy that I'm fascinated by, 6'6", 275, going to the uh, Falcons. And, of course, we all know the Falcons are ranked last in uh, sack percentage, 3.61%, which is actually an upgrade over uh, their performance in 2021. But you gotta, you got to have that alpha edge rusher to make the plays in the uh, backfield. And he racked up a combined 275 tackles for loss, 14 sacks the past two seasons at uh, Texas Tech. Freakish athlete, too, apparently. So could be interesting to see. And, of course, another guy that's uh, – Moving up, kid out of uh, Georgia Tech, whose name escapes me right now. Of course, this is what happens when you get to be my age. You start forgetting names. <laughs> Keon White, good Lord. <laughs> Keon White's an interesting story, too. 24 years old, started his college career at Old Dominion as a tight end. He was a three-star coming out of high school. Played tight end at um, Old Dominion, then switched over to uh, the defense, edge rusher. Now he's 6'5", 290, freakishly athletic. But since he doesn't have a lot of experience at the uh, at the D-line edge position, technique is really raw. But like I said, freakish athlete, looks great getting off the bus. But one thing I saw this year, one of his highlights, when Tech was playing Virginia, he ran step for step with this running back on a wheel route at 6'5", 290. I mean, is this kid going to run a 4'6 at the combine at that size? Four, I wouldn't be surprised. At all, to say the least. Of course, elsewhere in the NFL, looks like um, Jerry Jones fell in love with somebody at the Combine, none other than uh, TCU quarterback uh, Max Duggan. He says uh, he stood out to him with his poise, his uh, arm talent, et cetera, et cetera. Out of all the quarterbacks at the Senior Bowl last week, and Jerry Jones says he is committed to drafting a quarterback in this year's draft. Of course, draft is coming up on the 27th of April out in Kansas City. Now, Cooper Rush, last year's backup, went 5-1 and one when Dak Prescott was injured. He's a free agent. 
he might get a chance to start elsewhere. And the Cowboys do say that they remain committed to Dak, even though, think about this, they missed five games last year, still tied with uh, Davis Mills of the Texans for the NFL lead in interceptions with 15. And Dak has also missed 14 games over the last uh, three seasons. But the funny thing is, uh, Jerry Jones loves Max Duggan, but one NFL executive said that Duggan's is uh, erratic, not very polished, not very good mechanic. So, of course, that means Jerry Jones likes him, I guess. <laughs> but who knows? You get five other execs out there, they might like what they see in Max Duggan. And elsewhere, 37,000 people have signed a petition to get Donna Kelsey to do the coin toss at the Super Bowl. Of course, Jason and Travis is uh, mom. And they'll be the first pair of brothers to ever play in the uh, Super Bowl. Both are looking for their second ring, of course. And I, I think about, you know, there's a lot of brothers in the NFL this year. There's several pairs, but the Matthews family, think about them. They have produced seven NFL players over three different generations. Of course, Jake Matthews, the son of uh, legendary NFL lineman uh, Bruce Matthews. And uh, talked about how evenly matched this Super Bowl is. Both teams with a 16-3 and record. Both teams have a combined total of 546 points. Both teams, six All-Pros. Both are number one seeds. Eagles are a two-point favorite with an over-under of a 50. Now, if Mama Kelsey was doing the coin toss, would that mean Travis and Jason would be the captains? I, I would imagine that I'd, would have I, to be. I would imagine they would be anyway, don't you? I, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, yeah. What are you saying? Would they just kind of be out yeah. there by themselves? Could you see the NFL doing the that? Like I said, though, the NFL is about as um, sentimental as a rattlesnake, though. No, they wouldn't so, do that. I don't think they would do that. I think it'd be kind of cool they'll do that. And does she have the uh, the part Kansas City jersey, part Eagles jersey? That, that's what I'm wondering. She does. She does. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. The, there was a picture on social media of her. Where got she's it. got, uh, yeah, the Eagles on the front and then uh, Kansas City on the back. Yeah. And as for the uh, Falcons, I just hope um, Falcons history won't be new people making old mistakes. That's what I'm. That's what I'm afraid of. I didn't like that mock draft. I don't like the idea of the Falcons taking a running back in the first round. I don't care how good that that kid from Texas is. And we know what the uh, Falcons' needs are. Basically everywhere you could say. I mean, some depth at running back wouldn't would be nice, but. Not in the first round. That just seemed that would just seem frivolous to me. And the Falcons have the second most uh, money to spend after the Bears. And if you're a Bears fan, I'm I'm sure you're hoping that they can uh, get some uh, receivers for um for Justin Fields because you do not want your quarterback rushing for a thousand yards. That's going to take five years off his career. And you saw what happened when the Bears came here and played the Falcons. Certainly, Justin Fields was electrifying. He played great, but. Good Lord. I thought he was going to have to be embalmed after the game. That's how bad it was. He left the game on a stretcher, basically. They just beat him up. But as for the Falcons, though, free agency shirt certainly can supplement that. Probably a new center wouldn't suck. With all the issues with the quarterback-center exchange last year, even with a veteran like Marcus Mariota. Now, I can understand Desmond Ritter having that issue because all college quarterbacks basically operate from the shotgun, so putting your hands under center is a bit of an adjustment. Probably need a guard as well, but defensively all across that line, get you a couple of good edge rushers. You're probably going to have to get some depth in the uh, at cornerback and safety. Linebacking core looks pretty good, though. And then you're probably going to need some receivers as well, but, as well, but you could probably 
you could find an undrafted free agent to be a good receiver. After all, the NFL, 30% of the league, undrafted free agents. So think about that. So hopefully Terry Fontenot makes some wise decisions with all this money. And, uh, of course, the Falcons were down there at the Senior Bowl. Arthur Smith, Terry Fontenot down there at the Senior Bowl. So a lot of guys enhanced their uh, their stock with a good week of practice and uh, performing well in the game as also. So hopefully. But it's going to be fun to – to guess and speculate on what the Falcons will do because it certainly is an exciting time for the Falcons. And it was so frustrating last year and almost comical when I was doing the Falcons flyover. After games, people were calling in actually wanting Arthur Smith fired. I'm like, what? Really? I mean, if fans had their way, (laughs) if fans had their way, teams would have a new GM and coach every year or every other year, it seems like. Arthur Smith is a brilliant play caller. Just needs a more seasoned quarterback. And I still, I'm not I'm not thrilled about the notion of Lamar Jackson maybe coming here. I mean, that, that's a far-fetched rumor, I think, or, or Derek Carr, for that matter. That would cost too much. And Derek Carr, a lot better than people think he is. He always has a 2-3-1 to three to one touchdown-interception ratio. He's good for 3,800 yards, maybe 28 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. Fine quarterback. But let's see what we have at Desmond Ritter. People are ready just to automatically throw him out with the trash because he wasn't spectacular. Well, guess what? Through four games, his stats are almost identical to Matt Ryan's if you look it up. A couple of deviations here and there. We'll see what we have in that kid. I mean, certainly at least he got better and better with every start. And unfortunately, I wish Arthur Smith would have pulled the trigger on that and made a, made a change a lot earlier in the year, especially since um, – Mariota just basically quit on the team, which was uh, kind of odd. He loses his job, and all of a sudden he has a knee issue. That didn't. That was shocking to me about him. I thought he was always regarded as one of the nicest guys in the league, impeccably great teammate, noble man, but that wasn't a noble move. But, but you can understand the frustration, though. Drafted as high as he was, right there up there with Jameis Winston, and he just kind of underachieved, had some injury issues, but underachieved. And I think Marcus Mariota really hurt himself because he was working with Tom House, the throwing guru, who basically all quarterbacks go to at some time or another. Tom Brady's worked with him extensively. He just knows the physiology and the mechanics of uh, how to throw a ball. Of course, remember, he was a former Braves closer, famously called Henry Aaron's record-breaking home run of Babe Ruth at uh, Fulton County Stadium back in 74. Mariota worked with him briefly, then stopped, and you saw how horrible he was with his accuracy and not very good arm strength. I wonder if Mariota has small hands, though. That's what side. That's what sidetracked Danny Warfel's career, because the NFL football is a little bit bigger than the college football, and that's why the hand issue is a is a, is an issue for uh, NFL executives, because it is a little bit bigger. And Danny Warfel's hands were kind of small, and he couldn't quite throw like he did in college. Didn't have great arm strength to begin with, but that affected him greatly. So. But that, that was a shame what happened there. But let's see what we have with Desmond Ritter, and let's just get all the talent in the world on that defensive side of the ball, all three levels of that defense. Supplement the offensive line, find a couple receivers, maybe an afterthought at running back, and get going with it. Because a great defense and a great running game, which the Falcons could potentially have if, if, if all the proper decisions are made, you can win a lot of games that way. It may not be as stylist stylistic as it, as it once was because now every team likes to throw the ball all over the yard, spread everything out. But I'm telling you, old-school football is always exciting to fans, especially if you're doing it well. If you have a dominant defense 
in a ball control offense and you're rushing for 160, 170 yards a game. I mean, that's that's sexy to me, especially a dominant defense, something we have not had in this town in a long time. You do know that the 1977 Falcons defense, where Jerry Glanville's the D.C., statistically the best defense in the history of the NFL. They're giving up about nine points a game. The problem is the offense was only scoring about eight points a game. But it was a generationally good defense, of course, called the grit splits. About nine points a game, or it was 11. It's right in that area there. Statistically better than that 85 Bears defense. But they just couldn't get anything going offensively. But this is a team, if they could get a great defense, you have a, a good enough quarterback. I do think Ritter's pretty talented. He's not a transcendent talent. He's not Patrick Mahomes or anything like that, but he's every bit as good as a lot of guys we've seen. And uh, watching Brock Purdy thrive the way he did out in San Francisco certainly gives us hope, and Purdy play, played pretty well. That was kind of unfortunate, though. In the NFC title game, you knew once he got hurt, you bring in that guy who's 36 years old. I cannot remember his name. And what a story he is. He's been with 14 different NFL teams, seven different active rosters. Just your, the epitome of a journeyman, but he, he couldn't handle what was going on out there. And that's why the NFL should have allowed for having a third quarterback ready to go because you got your starter hurt and the backup was limited. As a result, you had a very uncompelling NFC championship game. And I think the uh, NFL hurt itself with that rule right there. As for uh, Sean Payton, he takes over as the um, Broncos head coach. Kind of a surprise. I was under the impression from what he had said, I think he really coveted that San Diego Chargers job. Really wanted to work with Justin Herbert. But he did want to go somewhere with an established quarterback and probably in a better financial situation because he, he constantly dealt with salary cap hell out there in New Orleans. Part of it was his fault, but part of it he had to just deal with it. And this seems like maybe a better situation now, can he fix Russell Wilson, which was just a weird season for him last year? Absolutely. But one thing about uh, Russell Wilson, and, of course, uh, Marshawn Lynch and Richard Sherman kind of made fun of him in the past on their podcast, saying basically you cannot get in contact with uh, Russell Wilson face-to-face. You have to go through one of his assistants to get, get time with him. And he basically has his own office in Denver. And, God, you know, God bless you. If you can get those perks, that's fine. But one thing – that he has that Sean Payton will not stand for is this. Take a listen. Coach, uh, Russell Wilson had a personal coach, Jake Heaps, in the building with access who wasn't on the staff. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with that. Right, how do you feel about um, players having their own people off the staff in the building access to the players? Yeah, that's foreign to me. That That's not going to take place here. I mean, I, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with it, but our staff will be here, our players will be here, and that'll be it. Well, there you go. What's he going to be able to do? I'm just glad he's, he's not back in the NFC South because what was he, 21-9 and nine against the Falcons? Just absolutely abused the Falcons. All right, we're going to come back, tie a bow on this thing. A week from today, pitchers and catchers report. Down North Point, Florida for our, our beloved Atlanta Braves. And what about Max Fried's arbitration? Well, you know what, how that ended. Alex ain't going to pay nobody. It's next, Sports Radio 1990 again. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back to more John Chuckery. He's in the zone. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Final segment. Rob Triple in for uh, John Chuckery, Sports Radio 1990 game. Would you believe it? A week from today, pitchers and catchers report. And one of our Atlanta Braves. There certainly are some questions. Going to be some new faces, obviously. You have uh, Joe Jimenez, going to be our, your right handed setup man, of course. Rizel Iglesias is going to be your closer. Thank God I don't have to watch Kenley Jansen go through that weird windup of his, which gets on my last freaking nerve. Sean Murphy behind the plate, and I'm telling you, that might be one of the most underappreciated yet potentially impactful things that Alex Anthopoulos did, getting Sean Murphy in that blockbuster deal from uh, Oakland. Elite catcher. And what's going to happen this year in Major League Baseball? When you limit the numbers of throws over to first, I expect stolen bases to go up quite a bit. May not be the case, though. There's like this weird aversion to stealing bases for some reason, which always baffles me because baseball is a numbers game, right? Well, the vast majority, your best catchers throw out 45% of your base stealers. That means you have a 55% chance of succeeding. But Sean Murphy, elite, probably the best defensive catcher in baseball. Now you have him. In an era where the game is changing, certainly. The shift is gone. Bases are going to be bigger. And a lot of people think the shift was such a nouveau thing. Ted Williams had to deal with the shift. Personally, I didn't necessarily like it, but you can also say, well, as a hitter, why don't you adjust and hit the ball the opposite field then? And there's a lot of compelling stories going into, of course, uh, Mike Soroka. And how terrible was it what he's been through? You're tear your Achilles. You get the surgery, you're on the comeback trail, then you tear your Achilles walking down some stairs. So he hasn't pitched in a couple of seasons. And remember, he was dominant. He was um, what Max Fried has turned into. He was the ace of this staff. And then that happened. Of course, you have uh, Spencer Strider. He's going to wear number 99 this year in in honor of uh, Charlie Sheen's character in Major League Wild Thing. Charlie Morton's the only thing that I, I was kind of scratching my head about. Coming back at 39 years old, they give him $20 million. Had they not done that, but that money could have gone to Dansby to get Dansby back here. I'm just kind of curious about that. And Charlie Morton, he, he's been a wonderful pro, but it's kind of been a diminishing returns for him. At times, a liability on the mound. Sometimes he looks like Charlie Brown on the pitcher's mound. Gives up a lot of home runs, certainly. But you pay $20 million for him. Are you paying $20 million for that that veteran presence in the pitching staff? I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. I certainly don't get it, but that's the way it is. But here's what I expect, though. Is it too far-fetched to expect a 40-40 season from Ronald Acuna this year? I don't think it is. 
Last year, he comes back from the ACL. If you remember, I think it kind of affected him at the plate. Didn't seem like it affected him running to first base. He still had that normal speed. But he was hesitant in the outfield, though. Wasn't quite as aggressive as normal. It's like he didn't trust his knee. And then he had that embarrassing play in the playoffs against the Phillies where they had that weird-shaped wall out in uh, left center field. Ended up being an inside-the-park homer because it hit that, that curvature. Michael Harris went to make a play, and Ronald didn't even make a move towards the ball. A lot of people defended him, but I'm sorry. If you're a baseball player, your natural move is to go towards the ball if you're in the field, for the most part, unless you're a cutoff man or waiting for a throw at first base or any other base. And Ronald just stood there, just uh, just dazed and confused, I guess. And he caught a lot of flack for that, and I think that was probably embarrassing to him. And I think he's feeling better now. You've seen him play in uh, winter ball. And it's a very flamboyant uh, winter ball he's playing down. Where is where's he playing? Is he playing in South America? You know, home run, it's like you can do a, an end zone celebration in baseball down there. I mean, he looks good. He certainly looks good. I'm expecting a 40-40 season from Ronald. Absolutely. This is uh, Nia's feeling bad. We got Ozzie, uh, Ozzie Albies back and Michael Harris. Now you get him for a full season. And the Braves, a lot of people have the Braves as uh, if you look, if you pay any attention to a power rankings, they're number one in the National League. Remember, Bryce Harper's going to be out for a while with that injury. So are the Phillies going to duplicate what they did last year? I don't know. What about the Mets? Can they uh, emotionally and psychologically recover from what happened last year when you lead the division basically the entire year? Then you come down here late, late in the season. I think it was the penultimate series of the season. It was. It was next to last season of the series before the Braves went down and played the Marlins. They came down here with a chance to basically close out the division, and the Braves just curb-stomped them that weekend, dominated them, absolutely broke their spirit. Do they recover from that? Well, their owner is certainly all in, though, spending basically a half billion dollars on free agents, spending so much money to the point where other owners saying, hey, dude, chill, don't spend so much money. You're going you're gonna to create um, – a certain narrative in the marketplace which is going to affect our bottom line and eat away at that. But what's this lineup going to look like? Is Ronald going to bat leadoff? Michael Harris second? Austin Riley third? Matt Olson fourth? I think Riley and Olson should combine for, for 70 to 80 homers this year, I would think. Ozzie Albies back healthy. Is Eddie Rosario going to be the answer in left, left field? Guess what? Marcelo Zuna is going to be on this team. There's so much money owed. He's going to have a chance to at least make the team. But I wonder, though, if he just scuffles through April, is he gone? Is he going to come into a spring training out of shape? Is he going to eat his way out of Major League Baseball is what I'm wondering. I'm not necessarily – and we know what a liability he is in a left field. Certainly. So, I guess, what, Eddie Rosario sixth, sixth uh, Sean Murphy seventh, uh, Grissom. At shortstop. Everybody seems to be worried about that. I'm not as worried about that. That's what he came up as. And your middle infielders are usually your best athletes. Next year, probably your center fielder also. And if you watch him, he has a really good arm slot, which, which is conducive to making those plays up the middle where he can make that throw to first kind of across his body. His natural arm slot is conducive for that. And he's been working with Ron Washington. 
this entire offseason out in uh, Wash's home in uh, New Orleans, and he's giving him a big thumbs up. I think it's going to be – I mean, Dansby is an elite gold glove shortstop. We know that. But I don't think he's going to be a liability. And I wonder if uh, the Cubs are going to have buyer's remorse when it comes to Dansby. Is Dansby going to kind of start trending downward? Because you remember, for the, even last year, the beginning part of the year, he struggled mightily at the plate. And he was maddeningly inconsistent at the plate for the last few years leading up to um, last year. The defense is always there, certainly. But uh, Dansby got paid good for him. But he's gonna, uh, It's going to be a long summer for him, but he's going to have a lot of time to count his money in the offseason because the Cubs, Cubs ain't going to the playoffs. So I don't have a lot of concerns about the Braves other than um, Charlie Morton at 39 getting $20 million in that rotation. And he, he just hasn't been what he once was. Bit of a liability. Four inning starts. But don't um, underestimate the importance of what Sean Murphy's going to mean to this team as, a, as an elite catcher, you know, to throw out runners. And I wonder how much stolen bases attempts will go up this year. I do miss those days when uh, runs were manufactured. And they talk about how difficult it is to score runs in the, uh, in the postseason. And I hate that phrase they use. Well, in the postseason, a walk is considered a rally. Then why aren't you trying to steal bases then in the postseason if it's such a different thing? And I think sabermetrics have, have ruined the game in a lot of ways. And I understand there's virtue to it. But they don't tell the entire story. They tell a story, but not the entire story. There's a lot of other things involved. If a player is struggling and it affects his uh, sabermetrics rating or his war, well, you never know what a player's going through. He could be bringing some baggage off-field onto the, uh, to the ballpark. And they're thinking that's what he is. And you also eliminate the, uh, the whole gut feeling sense that uh, a lot of managers have. And like I said, sabermetrics do have some virtue. Of course they do. I'm, I'm not going to poo-poo them completely, but they shouldn't be everything. They should be a good part of it, but not everything. And that's, that's the most frustrating thing. They make it seem like everything. But looking forward to it, pitchers and catchers reporting. And it seems like this window is going to remain open for the Braves for a while. But What's kind of interesting is traditionally the Braves have always had one of the best minor league systems in baseball. Not the case now. It's been kind of depleted with all the moves that Alex has uh, made. But that's okay. They've got a World Series to uh, under our belt, although last year was a disappointing postseason. But what can you do? That's just, that's just baseball. I mean, the Phillies just got hot at the right time. A lot of people don't like that, say, oh, the team just get, gets hot at the right time. Well, that's what it is, though. Some teams just um, just click on all cylinders in the postseason like the Braves did two years ago when they won the World Series. I mean, who would have thought that Eddie Rosario, of all people, would be such a dominant offensive force? Or Jock Peterson. But it shouldn't be that much of a surprise, though. When the Braves won the World Series in 95, you know who two of their most valuable bats were in the postseason, especially the NLCS? Luis Polonia, kind of a slap-hitting left-handed pinch hitter, and Mike Devereaux, who we got from the Orioles, I believe. Mike Devereaux ended up being the MVP of the NLCS. So it's a lot of times you see it all the time. Some un, some unsung guy steps up big time. And, of course, the Astros are going to be in the mix. Dusty Baker is back again. Now, as much as I hate the Astros and the cheating thing, guess what? A lot of teams cheat. 
in Major League Baseball. They have all of them have some little thing they do. At least a lot of them do. And the fact that the Astros got caught doing it, if you really express your uh, displeasure at it, it'll cast yourselves in a more positive light, even though you're every bit as guilty. It happens more than you think it does. But I was really happy for Dusty Baker, though. He's been around for so long managing so many different teams, finally to win a World Series. It was funny watching the Astros get that final out. Dusty was still filling out his scorebook, making sure he got that last out written down in his scorebook as the team started to celebrate. But he's back for another year at, what, 73 years old. So, and the Dodgers are always going to be a, a danger, of course. But it's funny how they weren't last year, though. Everybody's talking about Braves and Dodgers on a collision course. Nope. Dodgers get beat early in the uh, playoffs just like the Braves did. And the Phillies, what an improbable run there. And, man, that's silly. That, that city's just going nuts lately with um, good fortune. Now you got the Eagles trying for their uh, second Super Bowl win in, what, the last six years? which sucks because I hate Philadelphia fans. I hate the city of Philly. I've never been to Philly. I never want to go to Philly. That's how much I hate their fans and their teams. I loathe that. Those are probably my least favorite. Baseball is going to a balanced schedule this year, though. Everybody's going to play everybody, if I'm not mistaken, which is good because guess what? How often do you get tired of the Braves playing the Marlins? Oh, the Marlins are in town again for a four-game series. It seems like the Braves play the Marlins three times a month, and it gets old. It's really old. But pitchers and catchers reporting a week from tomorrow. And, of course, uh, Brian Snicker has signed a three-year extension, which will take him up to his uh, 70th birthday. And I guess that's a remain-to-be-seen thing for him. I guess that three-year extension is perfect for him. At the age of 70, that's a good time to figure out, does he want to keep going or does he want to step away? And, of course, he's been in the Braves organization for uh, since 1977. So, All right. Josh, good job tonight, man. Excellent work. Thank you, sir. It was an absolute pleasure. You know I love working with you, Tris. Yes, sir. It was, it was a good time. You I, are the man. We're both kind of tired from working the other day, Jaws. We got through it, though. That's all that matters. And the Thai chili wings, you were precisely right about those. So I can say goodbye here. I don't have to do anything else, do I? Or do I have no. to come back? And, I'm done. You ready to roll, sir? I, I'm ready to roll. I'm out of here. I'll be on with Chuck, uh, with John Fricking in a couple of weeks. So Sports Radio 1990 Game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.